What's up, you little shish kebabs? So, my husband's birthday was today. I got him some donuts. My husband's, like, super picky, and, like, he doesn't like most things, so I just got him some donuts, which he loves. So, I put his candles in there, and by the time I made it to the bedroom, uh, it was wax all over it, but he picked it off and ate it. He's, he's not a picky guy, kind of. But yeah, he had a good birthday. Um, He went to work and then he got off early because somebody called in a bomb threat. I wonder if it was him, but it wasn't him. It wasn't him, so don't be trying to like call and say that. But he did get off early, so there you have it. He is alive still. Other than that, I didn't do too much of most things today. Um, Living life. There was this funny news story, right, y'all? I used to be in the military and so um and actually one of the first places I was stationed at was Korea and so when I turned on the TV today I saw this black dude who decided to go uh, across the DMZ and go to North Korea then the story was really funny when I saw it I was just like I knew he had to have done it on purpose a lot of people don't understand that the 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 demilitarized zone between North and North and South Korea is literally like a sidewalk in between like it's literally just you can literally walk over there they're supposedly instantly supposed to kill you but they clearly didn't so what happened with this dude I guess he was already in jail. Um, And here I'll play it. But he was already in jail. And he... uh, In South Korea. So he clearly did something. I'll play the story. Some breaking news on a story tonight. Giving us some clues on why an American soldier stationed in South Korea. Apparently ran across the border. Broke away into North Korea. We're learning his identity in literally the the last five minutes. I mean, since we've been on the air, um, he is now detained here. We're going to get to that in a second. The circumstances are very murky. He's been identified by a U.S. Army spokesperson as private second class Travis King, who's on his way home, apparently facing disciplinary actions back here in the U.S. That is until Private King apparently joined a tour of the DMZ. That's the area you see here and then bolted across the border. Private tours happen in this location, this kind of village on the border all the time. You probably remember seeing it from this when former President Trump and North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un met for a photo op right at the DMZ in 2019. The the line there of demarcation, the area, is only about 30 miles from Seoul, where the Korean armistice agreement was signed, pausing, not ending, the war between the two countries. NBC's Andrea Mitchell is covering this one for us. And Andrea, again, lots of murkiness around it, but also some new information coming in um, about what in the world happened here. What do we know and where does this go? Hallie, it is such an unusual story, but this private, this army private, who had been detained and punished for infraction of the special security agreement with South Korea. He'd already been punished. He was being escorted by the military to the commercial airport, Incheon Airport, uh, which is, uh, I'm told, about 60, 70 kilometers from the DMZ. So an hour and a half bus ride. And so they escorted him. He was not in handcuffs. He was not under military police. He had served his time over there for whatever punishment this was. We don't know the infraction. And uh, they took him to the commercial security checkpoint, and that's where they apparently left him. They couldn't take him to the gate, 
And after that, he left, attached himself to a commercial, you know, travel group and rode by bus, apparently, to the DMZ, to, to Pyongyang, or rather to um, Panmunjom, that village there, right in the middle of the DMZ. Uh, you saw, you know, Donald Trump step across the demarcation line. I've been there several times. And it is literally the South Korean soldiers facing the North Korean soldiers face to face. You're told, don't raise your arm, don't blink, don't give eye contact. They could take it as a sign of aggression. So it's that tense. It's still a hostile place between the two. And then there is, of course, the long demilitarized zone, the no man's land. And he bolted, according to a senior administration official talking to me today, he bolted, is in North Korean custody. So uh, the U.S. communicated to the North Koreans and told them that this was, you know, a willful act, not an aggressive act. They got a response confirming the receipt of that message. And as of last report, no further communication. What are we hearing from the defense secretary about this, Andrea? Uh, just the basic facts. They were withholding the name until they notified his family. So he's going to have to face whatever military action, uh, disciplinary action back here in the U.S. But in the meantime, uh, they, of course, want to get him back. And now he's in the custody of the North Koreans. And this gives them some leverage in a situation where we've had almost zero communication with them. Uh, for two years now, the Biden administration tried to communicate on these serious nuclear issues. No response, no agreement to negotiate. And meanwhile, they've escalated in their nuclear, uh, the nuclear program is gone, uh, escalated beyond all measure. They now have submarine launch missiles. They've got long-range missiles, ICBMs, that can reach the continental United States. They are threatening U.S., South Korean, and Japanese forces. And we have continued hostility with North Korea. Hallie? So this story is funny to me. I'm sorry. Like, this black dude, he is clearly evading whatever he did over there. And he didn't want to come back and face the U.S. whatever. So he'd rather be over there with them. And he's kind of disgruntled. I don't know. He might give up some secrets. I'm just saying. (laughs) He might be like, yo, if y'all keep me over here. I mean, he could be lying out his butt. Maybe he thinks he's going to be the next Dennis Rodman. But whatever he did, he was willing to go to North Korea and just be detained by them. And I don't know how they're going to treat him over there. Um, I don't know how they would have treated him here. They haven't released what he did to get him locked up over there and get him kicked out and facing charges uh, for whatever he's done over there. But it could play out to whatever. But I don't think the U.S. will fight hard for him back. Um, He's a a private, not even a private first class. He's an E-2, which is like barely brand new. That was probably his first duty station like it was mine. So he probably went over there and did something really dumb and got his little dumb butt, you know, got in trouble because you know that's one thing when you get over there they tell you like don't do anything crazy because you you know and clearly he did something off post because he was locked up over there in the south korean prison 
So he did something really crazy over there. Listen, the alcohol over there is very strong. So, I mean, it's if you're young and dumb and you go to Korea for your first duty station, I've seen so many soldiers get locked up over there. That's why, like, when Brittany Griner did what she did, it wasn't shocking that she was locked up because there's, like, a lot of American soldiers locked up overseas that do really dumb stuff. So, I mean, Brittany Griner was negoti- negotiable. I don't think this dude may be. I'm pretty sure he doesn't know any secrets. He could probably try to lie and say he does. But yeah, I don't see us going over to war for a E2. But another story was pretty funny. And I knew when he went over there, it was to evade something. Because nobody's running over to North Korea for, you know, they ain't about to waste no rice on that man. Uh... James Bar- Barber, the first prisoner in Alabama, is preparing to put to death since a series of problematic lethal injections attempts to prompt it a pause. Something they're about to put together, put somebody to death for the first time in a while in Alabama. Um, DeSantis is still trying to break in with Republicans. A lot of people don't really like him. Trump is getting indicted on something else again today. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of heat casualties. The heat has been really hot, obviously. A Minnesota mayor is facing calls to resign after he asked pastors at a church holding a pride event if there would be stripper poles in the sanctuary. <laughs> still, people are still baffled about this Carly Russell thing. Um, I don't know. Some people are saying she did it to get back at her boyfriend. I don't know what, but the best thing she can do is keep her mouth shut because... If they find out she's lying, that ain't gonna be good. So Las Vegas police have a search warrant in connection with an unsolved killing of Tupac Shakur, some house that they say they found some evidence in after 30 years. So a lot of people say Tupac is still alive. Three-year-old child in California shot and killed their one-year-old sister after getting a hold of an unsecured firearm. It's pretty terrible. Um, well, a man who was recently fired from a Louisiana shipyard returned to his former workplace and killed two ex-co-workers. Crazy. Malaria, eight people, eight malaria cases so far. Um, Trump. Unlike an indictment target, letters do not officially. So they're talking about this indictment of Trump. Yeah. 
Scammers recently changed the phone numbers that appear in Google search results for several major airlines, redirecting some customers to call a number where the person who answered would try to steal their money. Dang. The, the scammers just get better and better, don't they? In and out is barring employees from wearing masks. That's messed up. <clears throat> How you gonna bar somebody from wearing a mask? Britney Spears is gonna reunite with Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas and release a new song if you guys are into that at all. Some woman says the skim's bodysuit saved her life by preventing fatal bleeding after she was shot four times. And Kim Kardashian gonna give her an endorsement or whatever. She said it was so tight on me that it literally kept me from bleeding out. Okay. She's from Kansas City, Missouri. Dang, she was what she was shot four times while waiting on a lift. Interesting. said the detectives have her skims because it's part of the investigation but Kim got a hold of her and reposted the video saying wow prayer hands that's all Kim you gave her a wow and a prayer hands the jackpot is up to a billion buckaroonies guys if you're into that I'm into it I want to win a few uh, a few little stories I've seen on this internet this one was interesting we certainly do uh, again uh, apologize for the situation I'm being very honest about it there this is the best that our uh, cooling is going to occur while passengers passengers are on the aircraft so that was the recording from passengers aboard a Las Vegas flight. They literally passed out while waiting for takeoff in the triple digit. And I know like when they when them planes are taxiing, it gets hot. I couldn't even imagine. It was like 111 with no air conditioning. And the, and the pilot announced that he had to return to the gate due to multiple emergencies. The people was passing out. And I don't know what it is about taxiing, dude. It gives me claustrophobia. Like, you're already in there, you know, with that nasty old, disgusting, recycled air. And then y'all up here passing out. Mm-mm, man. I can't. Oh, gosh. Um, what else? Police ID'd a woman accused of the death of a man at a Las Vegas hotel through Instagram. Uh, it was two women accused of murdering a man inside a Las Vegas strip earlier this month. 
your post shared on their Instagram accounts. Erica Covington, 20, and Ariana Taylor, 20, are both charged with open murder with a deadly weapon and robbery in the May 15th incident. Uh, the women were seen on surveillance at the hotel with alleged victim who was identified in the arrest as Brian... The bullet that killed Solano matches cartridge case and from a pre- previous domestic violence case that involved Taylor. Taylor had given officers her phone number on May 10th. Using it, they were able to find her Instagram account. According to a report, a video of Taylor posted on Instagram showing her wearing the same clothes that she was allegedly seen wearing while running away from the scene in Covington. Covington's Instagram page was also tagged in another post by Taylor. So, they're pretty much tag them on selves their own selves in the murder which is kind of dumb right so here is a video of a lady she not agreeing to these vows for richer for richer for poor for poorer yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh we hit that snag about 20 times in counseling made it very clear to Johnson you cannot be broke in sickness in sickness and in health and in health to love to love cherish cherish and to obey (laughs) (laughs) we didn't talk about that one in council we did talk about that in council yes we did so you want me to repeat that again you want to just keep going I think we can keep going (laughs) all right I don't know if that counseling worked past her because she seems still a little confused on that one. Let's see. What else we got? Tiger Woods ex-girlfriend dropped her lawsuit so either he paid her some money or she decided she ain't gonna get nothing Gigi Hadid was arrested for marijuana possession after flying to the Cayman Islands. I think she paid like a thousand dollar bond and she was out. A lot of people, I think they forget that weed is not legal. Even in Jamaica, weed is not technically legal. But I've seen a a couple of people also get arrested over there. And they kind of target Americans because they know we're dumb enough to break the law. Let's get into Reddit, see what they're up to. You have any regrets about rejecting a decent romantic prospect when you were younger? Um, I don't have regrets. I mean, there was somebody that I was interested in, but I had a crazy ex that kept interjecting and messing up relationships for me. And that's when I learned, like, don't deal with crazy people because they'll keep coming back and messing up every good relationship you have. And a good man ain't about to deal with no psycho ex. That's a word to the wise. Like, don't mess with psychos because they mess up everything for you eventually. Somebody said, no, I regret not ending them sooner. Not even, most people have no regrets. 
yes but it wasn't because of anything superficial i was just a coward too afraid to explore the unknown ladies who started working out regularly is it me or just do you start feeling horny i don't know if it's common no it you do when you start i think it all goes hand in hand like when you start one looking better feeling better you feel sexier right and then i think that your libido does go up but if you're just like laying around and not doing nothing and not working out it does mess with your self-esteem i know me personally but when I'm fit and working out, no, I'm like a, I, I think that makes me more attractive to my husband and vice versa. Um, somebody said your hormones adjust when working out. Plus you have more energy. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people don't shoot their husbands. They just don't. Definitely feel more horny and more physically active. I am. Yes, it gets the juices flowing, especially working legs. There's just a lot going on down there. <laughs> Funny. The, the leg workout is doing it for y'all, huh? I ain't trying. If I'm working out my legs, that'd make me not because I don't want to pull nothing. Legs all sore. What aspect of dating are you sick of? I've been dating in a while, but when I did date, I don't like the phase of like, especially if it's somebody that's like if you are trying to be one of those people where you're at the age where you're trying to compromise with people that whole looking past a lot of the little things that you normally would like red flag and trying to act like you actually are interested in knowing this person that part sucks um but yeah that's the part the feeling at the first day where you think it went well but you still don't know if they're gonna ghost you or not yeah you do have that limbo moment too where you don't know if you guys are going out having to do the heavy lifting lifting and if you don't they stop talking to you because it was really just you talking and them answering the stupid idea that men are visual and purely interested in sex but the women are conversely more interested in mature parts of a relationship like talking and communicating i've literally read relationship books that say that talking is to women what sex is to men feeling alone unwanted undesirable that i failed at being a human dating or feeling or even getting to get a date in years is demoralizing and dehumanizing I mean, there's no like perfect way to date, I feel like, because you could meet somebody in person, you can meet somebody online. I mean, it's really no perfect anything. It's kind of, you know, kismet, as they say. But uh, yeah, that was sad. Let's get into this story time, though. See what we got here. Oh, Shantae Daniels is crying because she might be in some trouble. Let me tell you what allegedly happened. 
she went over to see a man. He's a retired Memphis police officer. They had a disagreement. They were outside in the driveway. She asked him for $10 for gas money. He goes in the house and comes back out. Before he can hand her the money, and there he is, may he rest in peace, he collapses in the driveway and passes away. Well, she steps over his body, goes in the house, grabs his phone and his wallet, comes back outside, goes through his pockets, and picks up the $10 that fell on the ground, and she leaves. Now, later, she cash apps herself $1,500 using his cash app, and she used that to buy shoes and get her hair and her nails done. Now, just last year, Shantae was also in trouble for acting up in a Taco Bell parking lot. You know, she pow-pow, let oose the pow-pow, and some children were around ages one through eight. Thankfully, they were okay. So, yeah, she crying, but honey, you might need to do some praying, Shantae. You got a lot going on, girl. down her face, Shantae Daniels spoke to lawyers before hearing from Judge Karen Massey. Your bond is 100000 Are you able to make your bond? Do you have the funds to hire a lawyer? I'll appoint the public defender to represent you. Daniels is accused of taking money from former Memphis police officer Mark Lasher after he collapsed in the driveway outside of his parents' home Sunday morning. Police say she admitted to the crime. According to court documents, Shante Daniels told police she went to Lasher's home Sunday. Surveillance video shows her on the phone saying, quote, we are going to see who knows the law. Police say Daniels told them she and Lashur got into an argument. She says she then asked for $10 to pay for gas. She said after he went inside to get the money, he walked back outside and collapsed. Police say she admitted to then going into the home, taking Lashur's cell phone and wallet, then going back outside to go through his pockets. Police say she then picked up the $10 he was going to give her off the ground. Daniels told police she later used Lashur's phone to send herself $1,500 that she used to pay for shoes and at the hair and nail salon. And while she stood in front of Judge Karen Massey today, it's not Daniels' first time being in front of a judge. Last year, Daniels went to jail for allegedly shooting at a car full of children at a fast food restaurant. Police say eight people were in danger, including those kids ranging from one to eight years old. Daniels will be back in court tomorrow. In Memphis, Marcus Hunter, WREG News Channel 3. Daniels is now facing multiple charges, including aggravated burglary theft of property and identity theft. Okay, so she been a problem. Hollywood story time. I used to be sex worker or like high up celebrities and really rich people it's not something i'm ashamed of but it's not something i ever really talked much about talked a little bit about it in danish i kind of put it under the rock again now today i'm an OnlyFans model and i'm very open about my work so let's dive into the story so first time i ever had a job was when i was really young in hollywood i was someone who partied every day Every day I would get a text, party here, party there, I would go. So I met a lot of people. That's why I have so many crazy stories. And I think I'm gonna do like a series with all the crazy things I did on these jobs. I was not only doing jobs like in Hollywood, 
I also traveled. I traveled with bands, with different singers. So you would say a groupie. I was a groupie. How much did I get paid? It was very different. I can't believe I'm saying this. But I was with a band on tour in a few countries in Europe. I got paid hotels, maintenance, like everything. I went to the concerts and I did have. I was with all of the band members. They were cute and I was having fun. It's 2023. Don't hate on a girl for getting her back and living her best life. I got paid 10,000 euros. I did sign NDA, but I think it's so many years ago. And as long as I'm not spilling who it is, then it doesn't really matter, I think. But it was different with the payment. Besides getting paid for everything, I got between 10 to 30,000 uh, dollars for like a trip, you know, like tour and stuff. I would also do jobs when I was in Hollywood. It would kind of be like from mouth to mouth. I just think everyone kind of knew that I did this. So like managers of, of artists and stuff like came to me and was like, I have this guy. He wants to have fun. We know you're trustworthy. Because I never did anything to like expose them. I was really careful with privacy. I didn't even tell my girlfriends where I would be going that night. I had one friend that I would send my location to that I really trust. Other than that, I was someone that they could all trust. I have lived my best life being a groupie. It was not a traumatizing Hollywood experience for me. I got to see fun places in the world. I got to see a lot of concerts. I felt like I was just living the dream. And everything that I was doing, I would have done without any form of payment. Tell me if you want more story times, especially if I should dive into this like escorting thing with celebrities and um, Hollywood people. I did it a lot in my country, Denmark as well, but it was always like politicians or like really high up people, just a few rappers. Now that I'm older, I'm just like proud of my past and it was a fun time. What do you feel? Down the hall, waving, smiling together like girlfriends. Are Tiffany Cole, now 33, Amelia Carr, now 30. Two separate crimes, two separate lives until they became neighbors on the notorious corridor. Do you call it death row? No, we call it life row. It's life row. Mm -hmm. Life row? Mm -hmm. Why? Because we're not dying, we're living. Do you ever think I might be executed? No. You can't have that mentality. Because that means you've accepted you've already this. Di you've already died. Yeah, you You're cannot already have dead. that mentality. Two women, neither of whom had ever spent a night in jail before. Living lives so familiar, Tiffany played the flute in high school, cheerleading, Girl Scouts. Amelia book smart and says she modeled and was in the school Marines. Both say they were sexually abused as children and both met the wrong guy. Tiffany says she barely knew her boyfriend. Three weeks. Three weeks. And had you ever been in trouble? Mm-mm. It is hard to connect the face in these photos to the horrible crime committed with her boyfriend and his friends, neighbors of her family first robbed, then buried alive in a grave. I didn't know what was coming, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Her lawyer told the court Tiffany Cole thought the grave was for items they were stealing. He also talked about that sexual abuse by her father and her drugs, her mental and psychological problems. The jury saw a damning photo after the crime. They convicted her. I am not the same person anymore. 
I have peace, I have joy, I have a sound mind. And Amelia, the youngest woman on death row convicted of another horrifying murder, helping her boyfriend suffocate his wife with duct tape and plastic bag. There is a police tape of Amelia after her boyfriend confessed. She's eight months pregnant with his child. She admits she was there, but says not when the wife was actually killed. Her lawyer argued there was no physical evidence that she had even touched the duct tape. But when the judge gave her her sentence, he called her cold and said, may God have mercy on your soul. The duct tape, the asphyxiation. What do you asphyxiation? What do you feel? What aspect? Like reflecting? Yes. They say they are reluctant to talk details of the crimes because they're both appealing their sentences. It's hard to answer because it's like I wasn't where all that happened. But looking back and thinking about what she had to go through and, you know, what her family is enduring is terrible. And they asked some questions of us about the justice system. A study estimates one in 25 people on death row is innocent of the crime. And 75% have no money for private lawyers. Amelia says she had no money, but her boyfriend hired a high-powered attorney. He got life, she got death. How many rich people are in prison? Seriously, seriously. On death, on death row, life sentences, where all people who are either minorities or didn't have any any money. Unfortunately, equality is an illusion. And before we leave, she has another question. This one about TV. I have a question. Why do you think there's such a desire to make women look so bad in the media? You know? They watch endless crime stories about women who kill. Like Jodi Arias. You know, that thing went huge. I don't understand. Why does America want so bad? to feed off of this negativity. The young women get up to go back to their cells 24 hours a day, except for the three times a week they're outside on concrete for two hours. In a different building, the chamber where Florida executes death row inmates. Across America, there have been five executions of women in the last decade, another one scheduled for Monday. And when we contacted the victims' families in both these crimes, they told us they believe the death penalty is right. The women said they will go back to their books and their prayers. And praising God in the process, you know, and just showing people we're people. It's not over. There is forgiveness and there is hope. There you have it, Life on Life Row. Um, one in 25, what are those odds? I think it is crazy with the last girl, how the guy that committed the crime of uh, killing their wife together, how his sentence was committed to life and hers is still death. That is kind of crazy. But um, I don't know. I mean, 
I don't know. I, I would never want to determine somebody dying or not. But I know that if it was up to me and somebody took somebody I loved, I don't know how I'd feel, honestly. I cannot lie. This is the public service announcement for you. If your child has this app, Rec Room, on their phones, I need you to stop what you're doing right now and go check it. I am a therapist here in Georgia, and I have come across a lot of cases about this Rec Room. So, with this rec room, the kids are able to create all these virtual reality rooms um, with people all over the world. They can be in Detroit. They can be um, New York. They can be in California. It does not matter. Anybody can get inside this room. Now, although there is an age limit on being able to go into rooms or create rooms, I believe, is uh, 11, there are still people who lie about their age. So, there's a lot of 11-year-olds inside these rooms and able to talk to people when they shouldn't be. I have so many runaway cases right now on my caseload, and most most of the kids have said they met the person they run away to on rec room. Mm. I know we try to be fair and give our kids some type of freedom and let them have a social life, but these apps are getting out of control. Please don't say y'all have not been warned. We are going into a new school year, and I want to protect our children, protect our children, protect our children, period. Y'all better be careful and y'all kids get on these apps, man. That's cr- That's crazy. Part two of how I randomly spent the night at a girl house and found out she was talking to my man. So yeah, I looked down at the phone. I see the message he just sent her. It's the exact same message he just sent to me, y'all. Like literally, and it was such a like distinctive message. Like it wasn't a, no coincidence at all. Uh, like now my heart started beating fast. Y'all know that feeling y'all get when y'all get that fucking feeling. I'm like, here I am in this girl's house, all the way far from fucking home. What am I about to do? How am I about to handle the situation? You feel me? Ah! So the girl got out of shower. We all dressed and everything. I just had to fucking keep my cool. But if y'all thought that I was like, gonna get to the bottom of this before I left, think again. So I was chill and I waited until the right time for me to just ask her like, yo, so do you know my man? I said his name, but you feel me? I'm like, do you know my man? And let me tell y'all, me and him have been together for a very long time. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody knew we was in a relationship. We posted each other all over the place. You feel me? It was a public relationship. So the girl says, yeah, I do. <laughs> Woo! She's like, you know, we're just friends. And I'm like, oh, okay, so how often do y'all talk? And she like, you know, we text sometime. I'm like, you know, so is he texting you right now? So I told her straight up, I'm like, look, when I was just in your room, I seen that he was texting you. You feel me? So I asked her, I'm like, can I see your phone? I want to see if that's his number. And she showed me, and it was definitely him. It was definitely his fucking phone number. So at that moment, I had to gather myself, gather my shit, and get the fuck out. I'll be right back. I'm about to finish my eye makeup real quick. I leave out. I immediately go call my sister and my mama because at this point, I need to be calmed down. They on the phone, pissed. They like, we about to come get you. I'm like, no, it's cool, it's cool. My girl, I went down her whip, peek her head out the door. She like, we about to leave. I'm like, babe. And the crazy thing is, God gave me all those signs right there on my face, and I still didn't leave him. Okay, Dodo Bird. So if I ask for you back, would you take me back right now? What kind of, um... Reggie. You said this is what? So you're not going to tell the truth? My name is Shay. I'm Reggie. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. I got a nice little view. You know what I mean? Little view? <laughs> Off and on six years. We have a son together. 
Turned two, 31st of January. Baby's mom, full effect. Full effect? What does that mean? Because you're a good parental with me. Oh, you. share thank you. a great responsibility. Yes. You guys want to take a shot? Oh, I definitely Free game? Yay! Well, I ask her first then. Here we go. You gonna ask me first? Okay. Who broke up with who and why? I think it might have been like after a huge argument. Yeah. And usually after we argue, we don't talk. Yeah. I think maybe that last time we just didn't talk for, for a while. while. Yeah. <laughs> it was a mutual agreement without words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it my turn? What'd you tell your friends about our breakup after it happened? I probably told somebody about when the female Hulk comes out. <laughs> the rage of Shay. Yes, the rage of Shay. <laughs> Hide under the table or something and just run, because... Mm -hmm. Shouldn't have made me mad. What about you? I probably told them you're a better dad than a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the weirdest place we had sex? The weirdest? <laughs> I can think of a place. I think I'm thinking of the same <laughs> So we were drinking at your mom's. Oh, my God. This is the whole reason my sister is mad at me. We even having sex in the guest room. It's pretty loud because your sister... My sister got mad. She texts yeah. me about it the next yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> is it your turn or my turn? It's my turn. Who's the first person you slept with after we broke up? Drink. I have to drink to this. I have to drink to this. Ooh, that's a wound yeah, right there. Boy, you guys just trying to. Ooh. Listen, I'm gonna drink with you. So we're cheersing to him? No. That is a crazy game. So that's like truth or dare with your ex. Truth, truth or drink. That's wild. But they seem to be co-parenting well. I don't think I could do that one or won't want to. Like, there's no ex I'd really want to be in conversation with. But uh, kudos to them for co-parenting. Most people can't do that. And why do y'all like having sex in y'all parents' house? I feel like that's so weird. I mean, obviously when I was a teenager, but like as an adult, yuck. That's just me. That's just always just me. Is it in yet? It's signing off. Y'all know I'll be back tomorrow with some crazy story times let's go